Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And this is Jake. And you're listening to A Date with the Bay. A Date, a date with, the, with bay. the Bay. This is a very special double twofer episode. We're going to be talking about both Pastry Week and Botanical Week. Two Botanical. for the price of one. And the price is free. This is a free podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. So, yeah. So let's go into Pastry Week. Before we start, do we have any clothing watch on our hosts? I do. I am very confused by the weather in England still because God all four you. of the hosts and judges are wearing long sleeve, long pants, and mm -hmm. the sign language interpreter is wearing a t-shirt and shorts. That's exactly right. what I wrote. I said, Which what is exactly me? is the temperature in the tent? Because I'm the wearing Here's what's happening. Go. Okay. They have air-conditioned trailers, and he does not. So they can leave. Oh. Once the shots are done, they can go kick it in their trailer in comfort. And he has to probably stick around Tasha to help her communicate with the rest of people in the tent. That makes so sense. It's Sec hot. But wait a minute then. Why are all the bakers in sweaters? Because Maddie's in a hooded That's sweatshirt. That's a good question. Yeah. Nikki's in a sweater. And they're moving around. Dana's in a turtleneck. I don't know, y'all. I think in England, you're just ready for snow at any moment. <laughs> you just think that's British weather? It yeah. could possibly snow any moment, any yeah, time, and rain. any day. That yeah. feels like Nashville weather a little bit, where it's uh -huh. like, it's totally sunny. And then you walk, when you walk into a store, and when you walk out, it's raining so thick that you can't see. Yeah. That's, that's just weather. Bit. I guess that's just- You just have lived in a weather, weather bubble. I do. I live in a weather summer. spot now instead of yeah. California. Yeah. So for the signature bake, they have to make 12 individual savory picnic pies. I love when they do savory pies. There's usually some veggie pies that look really good. And then you have the dreaded anticipation, the hurt locker moment of are they baked inside or not mm -hmm. when they cut them open. And, and soggy bottoms. Is and the, the soggy bottoms. Soggy. soggy bottoms. Also, lots of jokes about Paul taking very long showers. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Jake, is that a dude joke? What is that about? Yeah, I think it is because it's uncharacteristic for that, you know, pe male people to spend a long time in the in the bathroom. I thought it was just right? because he's very like... Then it also implies that if someone does, they're potentially more vain than oh, the, the next... Right. He's fixing his hair. I mean, because Noel, who of course is also... Yeah. Uh, next level vein. Yeah. yeah. He likes to throw shade on Paul's vanity specifically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Dana, my team, on the jam and the challah grams, she's making a potato dauphinoise. 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 Yeah, dauphinoise. You're right. Dauphinoise. Katie's got it. <laughs> and she thinks it's very classy, like she is. And Paul says, but oh, it says sounds that. like a pativier. 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 I should have Pativier. really written everything phonetically. Pativier. Yeah. Pativier. And she says, what's that? <laughs> Remember that for later. Right. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Foreshadowing. And then hers, so hers is caramelized onions and potatoes. They look great. The pastry's a little too thick, but the flavor's good. And Saku is making spicy tuna picnic pie with quail's eggs. And she calls crimping crimpling, which is <laughs> Adorable. definitely a more delightful way to say crimping. I'm going to act like in the 80s, I crimpled my hair. I think adding an L-I-N-G to a lot of words makes them cuter. 
crimping yeah. is definitely one of them. And Paul Man. is watching her crimpling, and he appears to give her a little tip or make a little joke. I couldn't tell what was happening. He never gives tips, like ever. Yeah, but what he likes saying? her a lot. He said it's all about that or something with his pinky finger. So I couldn't tell if he was pointing out like something's supposed to be like that or you maybe the crimples are supposed to have a pinky width in between them. I'm I not think sure. he's helping her. Mm. I think we're seeing for the first time maybe a clear Paul favorite. You think? Yeah. Paul's just generally a little bit more helpful, I've noticed, this season. I do think he's thrown a life preserver mm-hmm. to a few people once or twice now. He's only Whereas... mentioned going to Mexico once. <laughs> See, exactly. That's a big improvement. Paul's working on himself. He's in the bathroom so long doing affirmations. Yeah. There we go. That's what it is. Saku's is a little undercooked and the dreaded soggy bottom. Oh, but oof. Prue loves the flavors. And Allison and Noel are just being very funny. I liked Allison's bit about looking at her wa- wrist and there was no watch there. And then they just start laughing for no reason. They're just very giggly together and it's mm-hmm. delightful. Yeah. Punchy. Yep. Yes, Rowan's is pork and sweet potato, and Paul questions why there isn't a steam hole in it, and he Rowan says, well, the steam will cook the bacon, and then Allison says, that was a hint. You need to put a little poke in there, and so he does a little a prick in. He's going to put some pricks in, and but they still have a soggy bottom, and yeah. one is stuck in the tin, and he's very upset. They look terrible and they're falling apart, but they do love the flavor. And if it looked better, it would have been a triumph. And then in the rest of the episode, they act like it was the worst thing ever. And I was very frustrated because aside from them falling apart, who said they would, would have been a triumph if they looked neater. But you have to have that with the pastry stuff. It's got to look a certain way. Like, I think what's inside, like Rowan says, is more important. To us. But traditionally in Bake Off, we've seen this. If you can't get it out of the tin, biggest thing. I also think you can say would have been a triumph about a lot of failed art. (laughs) (laughs) If you had done something better, this could have been a triumph. You know what I mean? You're like... If sure. you if you were a better artist, you mean <laughs> right? Like, exactly. If you, were, yeah, exactly. If you hadn't completely this. failed the bar exam, you would have been a triumphant It would have lawyer. been amazing. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. what, exactly what I'm saying. So I think it's like a little bit of a kind of a it's kind of an empty compliment. You know okay. what though? That's it's a lovely sentiment, and from now on, but it on, does make you feel good. I think that we should incorporate that more. It just yeah. in our daily lives. For example, yeah. my toilet just broke. Yeah. I'm not sure how to fix it. I'm probably not going to be able to fix it, but it would have been a triumph. Had if I you been could able fix to it. fix it. Because <laughs> you <laughs> thought about fixing it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Allison and Noel say they were texting each other at 11 p.m. the night before. And Allison says, but stop sending me those photos. I don't like it. And he says, that's mm-hmm. not what you said last night. They're still doing their flirting bit. They're funny. Yeah. I thought it was very cute. In the um, wee hours of 11 p.m. Oh, my goodness. Those night I know. owls. Case scandalique. Right. Yeah. And... Well, I'll let you guys save your people for your jokes. Go ahead. Who's next? Sorry, what's your new team name, Jake? Oh, it's Bacon Destroy. Okay, I had it in my head that you would change it again from Bacon Destroy, but you didn't. No, I don't think so. I think I'm going to change it again, I think I said. I think Oh my gosh. There's no consistency. Thematically. Okay. But but it's it's the same from year to year. There we go. So Bacon Destroy is doing what? Besides Nikki being, and Nikki gets another close up. On those golden gooses. I know she does. And okay, I let's pause for a moment because I think 
Golden Goose has 100% paid for promotional consideration. We got two insert shots. Of who? Of Mickey's Golden Gooses. Two inserts. I believe that is paid for content. That is, what do they call it? Sponsors. Placement. Yeah, Ad placement. Product, product placement. And I also think Vans is doing the same thing because Saku and Tasha both have old schools on. Specifically, enough for me to notice. But I think Vans flows them shoes. And I okay. think maybe Golden Goose has started to flow them shoes. There's no way Golden I Goose also. flows them shoes. You don't think so? I think that, what do you think Golden Goose costs to make? I bet you it costs the same as, as a Vans and it's just oh, price You're totally, X yeah, you're, prob- you're probably right. I think it might more. be on Nikki because she has the cherry socks on. I She's thought it was the cherry on. socks. I think, okay, maybe. That's maybe. what I noticed. Okay, yeah, she does have a totally different low sock combo this time instead of the high socks, right? But would Short you be ankle? embarrassed if they did a close-up on your shoes and you happen to be wearing an extremely expensive tennis shoe? I might be embarrassed. No, embarrassed. no. What am I wearing them for? Some people, yeah, except right. people wear them so that someone will notice. Yes. Okay. You're, yeah, you're right. All right. I take it back. So what, anyways, how, how is your team <laughs> doing? What is Megan okay. Destroyer doing? Well, let's see. I don't know. Josh is making post-match picnic, picnic pies. There's a Wait, does Josh sausage. play rugby? Uh, yes, he does. Josh reminds me a lot of Nate from Ted Lasso. I feel like they might kind of function the same way on their teams, as in that they are maybe sort of facilitators and okay, you know, they they maybe aren't. I don't know if they're players. They showed Josh doing a lot with the team, but does he play on the team? I'm not certain. Maybe Is he, he the that. water boy? Well, that's kind of, I don't know what Nate's job in Ted Lasso is, but I don't he's not it. exactly the law, the water boy, but he's like the ball facilitator, etc. Towel like, manager. Yeah, yeah, kind of, but there's a whole arc to his story, obviously. Yeah, so I feel like Josh gives me those same vibes. Got it. For better or for worse. But yeah, he's pickle, sausage, apple, cheddar on top. Unfortunately, it bled quite a bit. Unfortunately, it bled quite a bit. Got it. Oh, boy. And it was sweet, but the sausage kind of shrinks. He had shrinkage. Yeah, he had sausage shrink shrinkage. I can't even say that. It's a total tongue twister. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't do suit very well, to be totally honest. Medium. I actually think it's a little closer to the bottom. I think, again, in the editing, it's nice. But later on, I feel like they imply he kind of blows it. But, you know, Tasha... I don't know if you guys noticed, but she forgets the egg wash in her bake, which I thought was going to absolutely destroy her. She does? Yep. She says, oh, no, I forgot the egg wash in the edit. And they just move on. They don't show her fixing it. It's fairly late. so I was But like, then oh, they boy. make a comment about them not being shiny, or is that in the showstopper? I know at some point they make a comment to Tasha about no, her. Her showstopper yeah. is a little little rough looking okay but yeah so she did sausage apple and cranberry there's sage nut uh, nutmeg in the pastry they're golden the good it's good pastry and they're filled beautifully they really like them which i was very surprised like i thought they were setting us up for a rug yeah. pull but that is not the case nikki did pork and cheese pies there's cheddar reb and then three other cheeses they don't tell us what they are it sounds good yeah cheese but they're pale and nice shape, but they're basically undercooked. So does she just have problems? What's going on with Nikki? She's I having problems, know. so she makes up for it in cute dialect and lingo. She says one quote, which is, got to get mm-hmm. these in the oven, toot sweet. Toot, toot sweet. sweet. Toot, toot sweet. sweet. Toot mm-hmm. sweet. 
You guys yes. don't say that? I love that. Toot sweet is adorable. It's not, it's, I say tooth sweet. Oh, really? It's, That's what I it, thought the expression was. Oh, no, it's a, it's French. So toot, it's not too, oh, it's not T-O-O-T. In the <sighs> subtitles, it says T-O-O-T No, sweet. it does. That's the British pronunciation. Oh, that's but funny. But it's a, you know, it's an adaptation for the language. There's How'd actually you know a, a candy store, it looks like, called Tooth Sweet, which is a that cute name a play for on candy it. store. That's cute. Yeah. And also, she says, my new favorite thing, it's an absolute bag of pants. Yeah. Yeah, right? I do like that. I knew, I've heard pants as like a derogatory Pants sentiment. is underwear. In oh, is that? Yeah, I'm in my pants means you're in your underwear. Because I've heard things described as pants, but I didn't realize pants it was is like, underwear. Hey, that's the straight up. That's straight up undies. Pants equals knickers. Yeah, trousers is pants. Yeah, a bag of pants. Bag of pants. Interesting. Kind of gross. Yeah. Kind of. Are gross. they worn? Is it like I would laundry? Imagine. I think it's dirty undies. I believe basically saying pants is dirty undies. I'm in my pants. Or bag Mm -hmm. of pants is a load of dirty undies. They say it a lot in Peep Show. Is that where maybe that's? Yeah, you're thinking of Peep Show. Mm -hmm. Mm, It might, but yeah, it could be. So, how exactly did the Tammy Faye Bakers do? Well, someone did very well. We'll start with her. Christy does great. Christy is a pastry gal. She does creamy mushroom. Yeah, creamy mushroom and leeks. Lattice top, but perfect lattice top. We had some not so perfect mm-hmm. lattice tops in the tent. Hers was very, very good. They look perfect. Crying the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe not the whole yeah. time, but uh, crying a lot. She's she's taking over Saku for just being very distraught. She's very worried. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. And not exactly in this challenge, but later, we have a few jokes that people try to make with her, that because she's so distraught, literally mm-hmm. it's a lead balloon. It just is nothing. <laughs> it's true. It's nothing. True. Uh, but she does so well that she gets a handshake, which is pretty mm-hmm. great. That was an exciting moment. Her stuff uh, looked good. It did. It looked yeah. good. Although I don't like leeks. I'm not a leek flavor oh, person. Okay. It sort of tastes like fancy celery. So right. Dan <laughs> makes lamb kima pies and... Admits to Noel immediately, well, they're a little bit greasy. And Noel says, and Noel's like, well, don't say that. Don't say it. And Dan does this really funny, eh, they're not so good. <laughs> like, that's greasy what he's Dan. Say to the judges. And they call him Greasy Dan, which is that great. That was the best. He also does make the pun as a throwaway. He says, oh, easiest pie. I'm here all week, which is Oof. amazing. Yeah, amazing that he does the I'm here all week. Try the veal. That's all. Mm-hmm, that's always mm-hmm, a notch mm-hmm. in my book. Old jokes is good. He also gets a thumbs up from Prue at one point. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but he looks over at Prue aqua- across the way while they're baking and goes like this. And she goes, gives him a thumbs up to Prue. Okay. I feel like that's huge. Yeah. Prue thumbs up. feels good. It's not good, though. It's not only that they're greasy, they're a little bit dry at the end, which is oh, really how sad. How do you greasy and dry? pull that off? I think she he was so worried. pastry. <laughs> I think he was worried about he does. In her T-zone, it's greasy. <laughs> I think he was really worried about them being greasy and so overdid it and now they're dry. And they have yeah. good flavor, but they're way too dense. You could only ever eat a couple bites. They're just not good. They're trying to be nice, but they're not good. Yeah. And then Maddie is doing a Spanakopita, but Maddie can't pronounce Spanakopita. And so he first pronounces it Spanadicacopita. <laughs> he literally adds <laughs> dick in it, which is yeah. amazing. Spanadicacopita. 
course he uh, does. It's 5,000 more syllables. It's really funny. But basically, it's like ricotta, feta, spinach, garlic. It's a really classic flavor. And out the gate, they are reminding him that he was Starbaker last week. No pressure, but I mean, it's mm-hmm. the, everyone gathers around is like, Maddie, just reminding you the bar yeah, right. has been set, sir. It's pretty funny, but he doesn't, he has a, a sort of an odd moment that I have just written here as finger pokey things in, in parentheses, Paul's penis. That's what I've written, which I believe the joke was that he's poking them out of their little tins with this rubber finger thing. And Noel has a oh. joke about where there's a picture where Paul just has these on. Like Paul's naked, but is only wearing those. Yeah, it was very naughty. And then Maddie has to point it out. Wait, on his fingers? He can't. Yeah. Right. Like it's a joke about size. Maddie and Paul together, the three of them, just made And they get in trouble later. Yeah. They actually Prue get scolded by Pro. They- by Pro. Yeah. And I think also Allison would probably get in on that game. I think they're oh, yeah, all totally about would. the innuendo. And Maddie is basically like an 18-year-old. Yeah. A 16-year-old, even. <laughs> He's very happy with his jokes. He does an okay job. It's messy. His pies turn out a little messy, but good, strong flavors. But you know that's going to happen because you picked a really classic pairing of stuff. And then Paul says the lid is way too thick. So my two gentlemen on my team, not so good. Christy, amazing. That's what I would say. What about the technical? Jake, take us into technical. What are we doing today? (laughs) I love how you guys struggled because we are making a Dauphinois Pativier. There we go. (laughs) We all struggled kind of with both of those words Mm -hmm. in the beginning. But I did make a point to look it up. Sound familiar? Dauphinois Pativier. Mm -hmm. It's rough puff encasing creamy potato and caramelized onion. With a blue cheese sauce. So basically a gratin potato pie, roughly. Yeah. 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 That's what it looked like to me was, or I guess potatoes are gratin pie. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, that seemed like what it- And Dana already did it. And Dana already did it in the last challenge. So she's fine. She didn't even know what she was doing when she did it. Yep. Literally, Dan turns and looks at her as they're announcing it. He's Mm -hmm. like, excuse me? Yeah. But the well, Dauphinois, is that the potatoes part? Is the Dauphinois the shaved potato-y thing? And then I think so. Yeah, they, that's what they say. The potatoes is the pastry, mm-hmm. the shape of the... Okay. All right. Got it. All right. There we go. Kinda so, yeah. I had an injury on the Tammy Faye Bakers. Dan was literally bleeding into his pastry dough and had to start over. <laughs> Yeah. He grated his finger, which seems right. really painful because right. I've grated my finger before and you just take off a chunk of skin. It's terrible. Yeah. No. And yeah. Nikki had to start It makes me think two. of Yellow Jackets because someone was killed on Yellow Jackets and they used a cheese grater to get off the tattoo so they couldn't identify the body. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, that's true. Wait, what? Why did Nikki start? O- Nikki was struggling. Uh, why did Nikki actually start over? Cut that. That was the last one that she. Oh, it's the last one she starts. Okay, Maddie is having a hard time too. He grates all of his butter at one time. Right, that's, that's the smart. one thing I noticed that Maddie and Josh both don't seem to know how to laminate properly, and it could have gone worse for them because they yeah. fold all of the butter in like it probably should have gone worse for them. Where did they place? I just am curious. Low. But not bottom. 
not bottom, but pretty close. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, wouldn't that be amazing if it kind of worked? Right, no. It's a whole new world. It's the two people who are winking across the tent at each other about Mm -hmm. Pativiers who do well. In ninth Um, place, we have Nikki. As we said, she's struggling. It's flat and underbaked. And hilariously, I wrote that it had raw taters because I didn't want to write raw potatoes out because raw taters. Raw taters sounds raw gross taters. because the grossest vegetable to me is jicama, which okay. basically to me is like a raw potato. It's like yeah. a crunchy, uncooked potato. Yes. yes. I also thought jicama was a fruit until this moment. So that I might have to cut that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is jicama not a fruit? Uh, no, it doesn't have seeds in it. Yeah. Jicama is like I a did, root. I didn't know. I've only had the coffee, right? Isn't that, isn't there? You're thinking what? chicory. You're thinking chicory. I'm thinking of hick- chicory, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, then I haven't. I have no idea what hickory no, is. No, it's like a root vegetable. Okay, gotcha. Like a radish. I thought chicory was it's a It's like root a white also. radish. It looks like a potato or like okay. a white, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It's bitter I'm though, right? Just Tastes tripping. bitter. I think it has no flavor to me, but it's just super crunchy, but not in a good way. I don't know. Mm. Okay, you're just anti, okay. just for some reason. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Jay. So Josh is coming in at eighth. Okay. No lamination. They're flat and pale. I wonder why. And their biggest takeaway is that it needs more color. So yeah, he kind of whiffed it because he didn't know how to laminate. And then seventh, Maddie, and it's good color with some dough, but it's raw pastry. You know why Maddie didn't do well? Because Maddie spent his whole time making dumb jokes. Probably so. Google Maddie, Maddie was giggling up, Maddie. about the bad kind of knocked up because they say yeah. you have to knock up the edges. Maddie right, finds that hysterical. Maddie yeah, also goes on a thing with Noel about smoking nutmeg. Mm-hmm. They spend time on that. Um, we had that rumor in the U.S. as well, by the way. We sure did. And I thought yeah. that people oh, I don't were... I don't think you smoked it. I think you just ate I think it. you just ate pounds of right. it, right? It right. Was supposed if to be you ate a certain amount, it would have a hallucinogenic property. Oh, that sounds deadly like the cinnamon challenge. It I have this weird thing is. in my head of people pouring it into their hand and going, ah, I'm licking I don't, it. Wow. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't think anybody tried. We were able to access uh, real <laughs> real pharmaceuticals, illicit pharmaceuticals. So <laughs> okay. why am I licking nutmeg? What's going on? <laughs> So in set, yeah, in sixth place, then Saku, good color, delicious pastry, but undercooked, the dreaded undercooked. But she's so cute in this episode. She has a rolling pin fight with Dan. She's down for it. Allison's like, do you want to have a rolling pin fight? She's ready. Mm -hmm. She's like, let's go. Whips it out. Noel calls her a Jedi. And she's also a batter, right? Oh, and Cricket. She plays cricket, yeah. But it, but specifically her position, I think, is she's. I think you're right. Oh, look yeah. at you. Okay, so, there we go. She's handy with the wood. Sorry. Nope. Okay. Boo. <laughs> Fair enough. Not for Saku. Yeah. But it's about the kind of jokes we were getting this episode. <laughs> it pretty much is. I think my brain was poisoned. I was trying to ignore them. Yeah, you tend to not. So it makes me feel like you've been yeah. negatively influenced. It could be. It could be. Mm-hmm. So on to Christy at number five. There's no dome, but it's good pastry. Kind of a mixed bag right in the middle there. And uh, Christy also, again, through, the joke. Halfway through. <laughs> we're what? halfway through this nightmare. Does somebody sing that? We're halfway through this nightmare? Noel yeah. and Allison sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally missed it. When do they sing that? 
It's a time call, right? When, when they're halfway through this challenge in the time call. That's really cute. I'll have to go back and look at that. <laughs> it just flo- floated out of my head. Sometimes it <laughs> happens. If I don't get it, it's gone. Oh, I love that. Noel tries to banter with Christy. Right. It's really bad. Badly. It goes badly. It's so bad. It's Usually painful. by this point in the season, they have gotten better at the banter. But when no. they are in an emotional distress, it's very hard to banter. No, Kimberly. She's in emotional distress. Rowan is in emotional distress also this entire episode and still manages to pull out one-liners after one-liners. He's a like, banter machine. Again, I think he, he needs to focus up a little bit. I he think says, he- I've seen neither poos, to be honest. <laughs> I think Christy could take 30 seconds with Noel. Yeah. I, I think it's not in her. I'm not sure where her sense of humor is, to be honest. Some people are just really serious, you know? I think she is. I think she's a very serious, but so was Raul. Raul was so funny unintentionally. Right. I think that may be where they thought they were going with Christy. And Maybe. instead she you just got just a not very intense I don't mind baker her, who's kind of distraught. I don't mind her, but it's just, there's not, you want some sort of moment and she's, there's two times where she could have one this episode and both times. I think just, they're going for more the stay at home mom, inspirational imposter syndrome, like a Nadia who was like, all, she's a mom and she didn't think she was that great of a baker and then she she was a champion but Nadia but Nadia was also very funny personality plus yeah it's just an interesting thing also can we talk about really quick why literally no one knows what a scalloped edge is that was weird <laughs> is that not we- Jake you know what it is right I mean you can guess I don't think I could expertly do one but i could figure i know what roughly what a scalloped edge looks like because i've seen a pie before right what a shape (laughs) of a scallop is it's bizarre to me everyone's like a scallop a scallop you mean crimping just no scallop yeah yeah what i think it would be something you would practice if you know pastry week is happening you'd think right i would think it would be something you had come across before just in a lifetime of baking especially Mm -hmm. if you bake any kind of pies yeah that seems totally fair it's the when you press it and it's in the scallop shape instead of a crimp it's the other one it's bizarre to me okay sorry yes in fourth place surprisingly we have rowan yes good for him yay rowan go uneven the spuds are all right those are the words right out of paul hollywood's mouth and it has That's a new movie from Miramax. The spuds are all right. <laughs> about is it the Mr. Potato Head story? Finally, yeah, it is. <laughs> they it haven't is. done it yet. So in third place, we have Tasha and Ruff. And here's where I felt good about writing Tater because from Prue's mouth, she says Tater's raw, and I was like, "See, Shocking. we're all calling them Taters." Yeah. So in second place, Dana. She did Yay. it already. So this is her second run at it today, and it looks right. It's domed, and it's weird because Paul says, oh, it's so salty, and he means that as a compliment. Very surprised. Is he talking about the sauce? Because they're using that Roquefort cheese. I think he says the cheese specifically is salty. Mm -hmm. But it was like when the way he says it and the way they present it, I thought it was a criticism. No. And they elucidate that, that like, oh, that's a good flavor. Wow. So Dan, he he comes in first. Yeah. Dan, I was ready to chuck Dan out. Two you were ago. that ready? I was totally ready. I, you, you can listen back. I, I definitely had cut Dan from my virtual team in my brain. 
What's wrong he, with you? He, he had a disastrous week. You have to remember. I think the third week. Bread, though. It was bread. It's bread. But has anybody had like just been really good across the board yet? No. I don't think anyone has cratered as hard as Dan on one week. That's true. All right. That's where I was surprised. So you guys said it could just be a bread thing. He's not good at bread. That must be the case because he comes in first here. He's got a good scallop and there's a dome. Paul says, nice one, that. Nice one, that. Yeah. Okay. Are they making fun of the size of his pie at some point? Do they call it a Frisbee? Who calls it a Frisbee? No, his was huge. Allison says, look at it, Dan's pie. You could fit a body in there. He's got a body hidden in there. And he wins. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Yep. Well, it was supposed That's to be big. Right. Mm-hmm. It was impressively big. Yeah, I think it, I think size matters in pies. That's my Katie. only joke. Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> Can you take us into the showstopper, please? <laughs> yes. They need to make a stunning display of decorative sweet pies. Three minimum three ornate pies, rich sweet in a rich sweet pastry case. So basically, just a pie, like a. Apple pie, but they need right. three of them three. and three different flavors. Number one, did Nikki change clothes? How'd she do that? Well, she's not on that program. She is in a red dress. Yes. Something must have happened to her clothes that could not be repaired. I think she had one dress ready in the pocket and she knew this is probably it for her. No, but they don't get to decide. The producers make them wear the same clothes. Mm. I'm wondering if yesterday she had on the dress under that turtleneck sweater and we just didn't really notice what she was wearing on the bottom. Oh, yeah, Maybe that's so. And so then she took it off today, but I bet you she got in trouble because they were like, you need to put your sweater back on. And she's like, absolutely not. I'm too hot. Yeah. And then that's what happened. And I know I'm going home somewhere in this kicking red dress that I brought. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, she looked cute. It just surprised me. And I just want to say before I go into the Tammy Faye Bakers on this, that Saku's final product looked gorgeous to me, and so Mm -hmm. does Josh's. Yeah. To me, looks-wise, those were the the prettiest. Okay. They looked really, really amazing. Well, thank you on behalf of Josh. Let's start with Maddie, who does the ski trip pies. Maddie is making apple cinnamon, rhubarb custard, and plums. Don't do plums. Don't do plums, number one, because we know that plums don't have flavor. They say it every yeah. single time. People keep trying to use plums. Yeah. And then they make, Paul makes a ginger, and I like ginger in my plums. I didn't get that. I backed it up. Ginger hair color. Right. Plums. Okay. Bollocks. What? This strange thing to Are explain. you talking about the Maddie conversation? Yeah. 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 Because Maddie said, you have to stew your plums. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they start laughing. Mm-hmm. And then Paul says, just, I thought just ginger, he was being real, but then just the word plums got him again, not the no. word ginger. I think it's ginger and plums together. I couldn't tell. I think it might be a, a pear joke. I, I feel like I don't want to like extrapolate out on I that really one. I really don't. Okay, apologies. Whatever it was, it got him, Noel, and Paul were all laughing and Prue was over it. And she's like... Boys, that's enough. <laughs> that's what I backed up because I was like, what are we even saying here? But now that you're clarifying, I'm like, what joke? Right. It seemed bad enough that, pr- or it's just too many innuendos. How do these grown <laughs> men go to the grocery store? Do they just start laughing when they walk through the fruit section? Yeah, do they like hold up melons? What is going on with yeah. these grown men? I think it's the high pressure of the tent. And I think that 
British innuendo is an art form. And so I think that they just are having a good time. Yeah, I think it's somebody them being lads, you know. Mentioned the Carry On movies at some point this season, and I was like, "That's a whole cultural blind spot that we have." The Carry On, Carry On Nurse, Carry On This, Carry On That. It's a whole like cheeky innuendo series. You guys know this? No, yeah, it's I like don't. a long running, but I don't. They haven't made them in years. But it, I, from what I understand, it's like a slightly wrong, long running British film series. It'd be Carry On something. Oh, funny. Okay. Carry on, date with the bake. And then we just all say a billion innuendos while a leering old man would react to a person in uh, a woman in their underwear or something. Oh, boy. Okay. That's my understanding of these movies. I'm not, ex- I've never watched a single one, but we're going to get letters. Okay. Cursorily um, aware of their existence. And I think that's what you, I think you're on to something. That- and then one, the plums one is falling apart undercooked it's not good he does not do well maddie does not have a strong week this week and i don't know why he's not being targeted to be more in the bottom it's sort of surprising to me that they i wasn't like hey he did bad yeah and he's not even mentioned as being part of the bottom crew true and i felt like saku came up and i was like really yeah maddie did worse than saku yeah that's what i thought too and I think it's because Maddie got star baker i think it's the dan blindness where it's yeah Mm -hmm. they can have a pretty terrible devastating week and it's because uh-huh. you've had that star baker yeah i think okay. paul just wants to make continue to make dirty jokes with someone <laughs> he's like not maddie my buddy yeah exactly he's a generator gonna make nut jokes with that seriously maybe so so dan is doing a journey through or journey around south america he's doing cherry for peru i have no idea okay. i haven't been to peru so i'd be grape for argentina again Shrug Uh emoji. Tropical fruits for Brazil. Sure. Okay. There we go. They look cool. They look cool, I think. I don't know why I wrote that as a quote. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. But I literally wrote in quotes, they look cool, I think. So someone said that or I thought that and wrote it in quotes. So that's what we've got. Okay. The grape is too subtle. Of course it is. Grape is not a flavor, unless it's wine flavored. How do you have grape as a flavor? There's no flavor. It's like plums. Well, it's the, it's, or you have American grape, right? Which is like Welch's and grape jelly. Or sour grape, maybe. A zillion pounds of sugar and corn syrup in it to get that, whatever that purple flavor is that we call grape here. That's totally true. Oh, and so. also he, he, but he does try to do a flavor that I thought was good—a chocolate mm-hmm. with a cherry, cr- cherry pie with a chocolate crust, which mm-hmm. sounds like that should be good. Terrible. Prue doesn't mm-hmm. like it. Prue thinks Prue hates America. Prue's like <laughs> the chocolate crust is too dry and crumbly. She said it was sandy. Also, his tropical fruits pie, not quite right. The mango pineapple fusion pie, not that good. Also, Dan does very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't do that great stopper. He doesn't do great in signature either, but he does win the technical. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But so sometimes the technical can save your bacon, I guess. Sometimes, but hardly. Okay. <laughs> but hardly ever. Mostly can't. Anyways, Christy is doing an autumnal lattice collection of pies. She's doing blueberry spiced apple and raspberry frangipan. She does say, I think Kimberly's totally right that they're going with the mom angle, that mm-hmm. it's hard for her to practice these bakes because it's a four hour bake but i didn't understand because she's talking specifically about this one but all of the showstoppers are about a four hour 
big time. So yeah. All of them, therefore, would be hard for you. They're all three to four hours minimum. Sure. That's so, how a showstopper is, right? Right. Noel does an egg wash joke that he likes to he likes to use egg wash on his legs, make them nice and smooth and shiny. Again, the lead balloon that is Christy responding <laughs> to jokes is unbelievable. <laughs> Because she just go, turns to him and says, well, you have really nice skin, though. She just, I'm like, what banter? What's happening? She but just that's can't a very do it. supportive type of thing to say. I think it is, maybe that's your, I think that's where she's stuck is she's stuck in support class when she needs to be like out there, you know what I mean? Showing off a little bit. What she's doing with her bake. I don't think that Christy does wacky or goofy. Uh-huh. So when he comes up with something like that, yeah. he's trying to find where her funny button is and he's using a few different jokes yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's true. He is. But none of them are working. He'll find it, hopefully, but goofy's not it. Allison week comes five, over. He's going to find it. He's going to find it week six. He's going to find it in week six. Yeah, okay. Fair bears. Allison is better with her because Allison's very nurturing as well. And so Allison does the, you're, gonna, you're doing great. You're doing great. But yeah. it doesn't work as much. So the thing that got me on this is that she says, I've tried my best in the most stressed out voice as literally she's plating probably the most beautiful pies I've ever right? seen. Right? Yeah. They're like, she's putting them the on the chain, stands and she goes, super nice. Oh, I tried my best. Oh. And I'm like, how does everyone else around you feel? How does Rowan with his abfab cakes feel? Feels bad, Christy. Stop saying stuff like that. Also, Rowan makes a comment about Christy's tart in the technical about it being, I think it's in the technical, about it looking like it's from a French patisserie mm-hmm. because Christy's mm-hmm. so good at it. Yeah. So Yeah, and you, that's always annoying if one person is like, I don't look good. I look ugly. And they look like a model. Shut up. I don't know. Maybe. Pie and cake dysmorphia. Christy has pie uh-huh. dysmorphia. She can't. Yeah. She can't yeah. see the pie for the trees. It's, so it's she can't see possible. the pie for the pan. All right. Okay. It's a sensational display. Prue says every single pie is amazing. They do say the blueberry is very American. Intense. Sounds- it's an intense American flavor. I loved it. I would yeah. like to point out, did you guys, no one's talked about Prue's outfit. Is she dressed as a blueberry? She is dressed as a blueberry. She's dressed as a blueberry. Prueberry showed up this episode. I was like, what is happening? She's fully blue. It's her blue period. Prue blue. She's Violet Beauregard. Is there a way to do like a cartoon bake-off? Prue, you're turning blue. She would be Prueberry? Yeah. That would be very cute. Maybe no arms. Maybe the last, the last episode will have an animated intro. They'll spend the, the budget on that. And then we'll have Prueberry. That would be amazing. Then won't she, won't she be sent down the chute the into the incinerator? No, blue. blue oh, yeah, she's rolled out in salt. juice. That's she right. She just rolled out away. Squ- yeah, she has to be. She's taken to the squeezer. Yeah. I know it's always some horrible, all probably It's horrible fatal. fates. The children uh, meet terrible uh, fates. Let's yeah. stop talking about it, please. I love it. I did write that Christy was going to be Starbaker for sure at this point. And this yeah. is before I had seen Josh's display. And so I felt like I was going to eat my I words. Know. But I did write that down. I had strong feelings too. So how did Bacon Destroy do? Well, let's jump to Josh. What the heck? Since he came up. It's a tribute to Frida, his grandma. From flower to flower. I had all of the tribute cakes. Every tribute and I cake was you had scared. It. Yeah. Katie, explain to the new folks why tribute cakes can be difficult i think you are the most worried about them i too worry oh and jake if it goes bad it hurts your heart it's not just a failed cake it's a failed 
something you were trying to do for someone who meant something to you. And then their ghost is going to come back and haunt you. Probably. That ain't, that ain't Aladdin saying, dude. That come ain't- on. That ain't Aladdin saying, my dude. Oh, man. Aladdin saying, remember the Bowie cake? That Bowie. <laughs> the Bowie cake. Is so, it's so crazy. It's not even, it's just crazy looking. I don't know what it was. I really, I'll, we'll never know. Well, we'll never Josh know. has no such problems here. That's Sunflower Design. He's got two pineapple and apricot flower heads and then three apple, blackberry, and coconut leaves. They straight up call it a work of art. It is. Yeah, and it is. The sunflower, the pineapple and apricot flower heads are crazy looking. They're amazing looking. gorgeous. Yeah. His technique, his attention to detail, it's all really, really good. And then they are really good flavor-wise. And specifically, the coconut is singled out as being delicious. I think it's going to be one of the best of the season, to be honest. Like when they show specialty cakes from this season, I feel like those three are are going to be shown. Yeah, I could see it. It was interesting because when they showed the drawing, I was like, oh, man, is he going with some sort of vertical madness or something? And I was like, oh, it just laid out. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So Tasha, she does sea or ski, not a tribute. This one's not a tribute. No. And so it's a couple of different pies, apricot and ricotta, chestnut and blueberries, and then pecan pie for the signpost, which it's basically... Oh, it's also got some whiskey in there, too. (laughs) So right off the bat, unfortunately, they say it needs a glaze. This is what we talked about earlier. It doesn't look terrific. Like, it looks kind of crusty and shriveled a little bit, I'd hate to say. Oh, no. Would have looked a little bit better. They don't look that good. Yeah. But the mountain, the pecan was crispy, which, I mean, I guess that's good because I don't actually like a soggy pecan pie. Crispy on the top is good for pecan pie. Yeah. Yeah, I well, I, even the gloopy like I'm pecan pie is my favorite, right? So the I the gloopiness, I'm highly critical of the gloop. It can get too gloopy in the pie section, you know, the mix underneath the nuts. Get too gelatinous. What's your favorite pecan pie? I mean, I don't know. Probably from a place that like made it or my my great aunts. You want you know? more nuts in the gloop? Yeah, I don't want it gloop. It shouldn't be something that I, f- I can imagine being scooped out of a bin. And a lot of times that's what a pecan pie is. It's like, oh, throw the pecan pie filling. And then just do the pecans on the top and they'll think they're pecans throughout, but there aren't. It's right. just the gloop. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like the brown sugar flavored yeah. goop. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah that's not my favorite. I will eat it. Don't get me wrong. I will eat that, but I will probably, maybe I won't eat the whole pie. So the mountain pie is vibrant and wet. So they liked it. That's- the sunburst, it's a strange... Right? Those are strange affirmatives, but they seem to like it in general. Wet. Wet. Yeah. Does she have a soggy? Does she struggle in this? I don't remember seeing Tasha a lot on my screen. They're not showing they her. They cut a lot. around her. But they're pretty positive, though, on her feedback. So I'm not entirely sure. And then finally, she made a sunburst pie. It, it was lovely, tasty. Okay. They mostly really liked her bake. I don't think she was in the running because of Christy and Josh. For Why Star is Baker? she crying? It looks like she's almost crying, oh, sort of when yeah. they're judging. Her eyes just watery. Yeah, just... no, it could be. I think maybe it's just super like emotional for a lot of the people that, you know, yeah. I was thinking about this critiquing, right? Like how much do yeah. you get critiqued in your life? Getting critiqued is a thing you learn, right? 
way. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard to somebody have somebody tear something you worked your buns off and have somebody just tear it down. That is true. I anyway. will give you that. But it seems like they're pretty positive to her. So I'm wondering if the struggle actually came in the bake. Yeah, possibly. Where she was just frustrated with herself because they right. didn't look yeah. that great. Yeah. yeah, they were kind of sketchy looking. All right. So finally, Nikki. we got Nikki, Grand's Garden Trio, another tribute. They looked cute, though. They do look cute. She makes an apple and pear pie, a rhubarb and custard pie, and a plum and frangipan. But it's jolly looking plum and frangipan. What are you thinking? I don't know. But the apple pie is dry. The custard is too thick. And Paul is rude. They say it has a punchy flavor, but it felt like an afterthought. No, Paul is rude about the apple pie. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how you managed to do it, but you, dry this apple, is the first yeah. dry apple pie I've yeah. had or something like that. That's not cool, Paul. Well, Paul is trying to neg her because he's <laughs> like trying to pick her up, I think, or something, maybe. That's it. You nailed it. That's it. Yeah. So, Kimber, how did Jam and the, Jam and the Holograms do? Oh, not too great. Rowan oh. is making something based on Absolutely Fabulous because he just, we can't love him more. And yeah. he's making like hand-painted faces with the ladies. But in practice, it didn't go well. The bottom just fell out of his pie, which sounds terrible. I don't even know what that means. I think literally that's exactly what it means. The bottom just fell off. Mm-hmm. It's so soggy that it fell off, I think. Yeah. Right? Right, it just felt, it, yeah, it's like a, a moldy clay face that didn't get time to harden, and the chin just fell off. And he tries to use parchment paper to uh, alleviate this. He's added parchment paper just to hold it all in. Because he's already gotten a soggy bottom at home. Yeah, and he's like, if I have a soggy bottom, who cares? At least there's a bottom, and the bottom didn't fall off. That's better than nothing. And it is very gloopy. We see that in the baking. It is spilling. There's plumbing problems. And so he and Allison try to get it out of the tin, and it's breaking apart, but also just collapsing. Like, the only part that's solid is the top crust. The rest is just mush. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to have to leave it in the tin. Is it just a bad recipe? That's what I'm saying. If If you've done it once before and it's already glopped out. Yeah. Change well, it. he keeps saying it didn't do this at home. And I was like, you kind of said it did, though. It, it didn't go well at home. So maybe you had a different problem at home, but yeah. it didn't go well at home. Yeah. So he's upset and Nikki gives him a hug. And we would all like a hug from Nikki. Yeah. And the one in the tin is the worst. It's not said at all. The pastry, they think, is pretty good. But the inside is just mush. It's a cobbler. He did pastry on top of just fruit. It's a cobbler, it's right? It's a compote. Yeah. Com- compost, compost. There's no structure. Oh, no. And the chocolate one is dry. So they're wow. two opposite what? ends of the spectrum. And Paul says, besides that, it's a success, <laughs> which is, again, <laughs> Thanks, it, w- w- it was almost a triumph. It was almost it a triumph. almost a triumph. <laughs> yeah. I was very nervous for Rowan. And Dana is doing honey baklava pistachios, almond yes. frangipan. And Allison says, ooh, you had me at marzipan. And Dana says, I didn't say marzipan. Yeah. I think she heard. I think she thought baklava and she couldn't think of the word again. And so just said marzipan. And that's not. It wasn't the, it's a close word, but it's not the same. It's yeah. Good. It's shaped like a tree. To me, it looked a little rough and ready. But 
not terrible, just not spectacular. And the reviews are very mixed. Paul takes a bite of the sour fruit one and it hits him right in the tonsils. Yeah. And he is Good. overreacting. And I was like, okay, he, take a seat, Paul. It's I don't know. Have you, you gotten that? I get that oh, all yeah, the time. Where it's, so where it's sour. like right here in my jaw and it like hurts. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think he was amping it up a little bit though okay. for camera. Okay. Definitely was. It's not acceptable. I'm sorry. Also, does she only get two pies judged right now? I think we only saw two. Mm. What's her third pie? Why is it just not discussed? I don't know. You did not find it, that odd? No, they just, they only show, sometimes they only show us like one. And you're like, what happened with the others? Yeah. They're hoping we're not paying attention at home. I was. Sa- well, we do a show on it. Saku yeah. has almond and cinnamon, one with cream cheese, pineapple, the flavors of England and Sri Lanka. She is plating one of them or like taking the bot. I don't know what happens, but it flips over. Yeah. And so yeah. it, the whole top, I don't know what happens. It doesn't look great, but she fixes it. And yeah. her overall, it looks pretty good. I was looking for that in the overhead shot and i didn't notice some goofed up pie. it could have been disastrous it didn't fall on the floor thank god right? it just fell on the counter it looks very simple but very neat however for the pineapple one paul says i wouldn't go back for a second piece and that hurt my heart mm. a little why would you say that to your favorite paul no, that was kind of hard but the cinnamon apple one is perfect there you go maybe she saved herself with that mm-hmm. so why is she in the discussion to be going home I mean, she did not good in the technical. She had soggy bottom and undercooked in the first challenge. Yeah. So she's just not been great. She hasn't been terrible, but not great. Dan did not have one good pie at the end in Showstopper. Not one. Right, he didn't. And Maddie had one just like Saku. Same. And I think placed lower than her in the technical. So why isn't Maddie on the chopping block? I just don't like it. I feel like there's, they need to have some sort of a system. It can't just be based <laughs> on gut here. You'd like to see the judges' math? There's stuff we're not yeah. seeing. That's what they would tell us. There's stuff we're not seeing. Yeah. Is it an Excel worksheet that has like <laughs> lists and then charts of numbers for maybe. whose placement is higher and lower? Yeah, maybe. I don't like this. This feels willy-nilly. I'm not having it. She should not be going home. She isn't. I know. It's fine. <laughs> but they discuss her. And Noel is they devastated do. when they discuss her going home. Yeah. yeah. They need to keep her as long as possible. Let's not play this game. She's always given in the bits. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. a doll. Also, Nikki should be staying for comic relief because we mm-hmm. have a few uncomic characters. Yeah. Christy, Josh. Yeah. So what we've done today in the Manhattan slap in the face is a problem for me. Yeah, um, it might, it might be... 20 to 30 percent more serious going forward i am okay anyways kimberly who is our star baker though christy yay because she had flavors that that paul had never seen of. she took him to places he had never been that she one? showed him colors he had never seen before is that what he said i've never had a flavor like that he said i've never had raspberry yeah. in japan oh the raspberry in japan yeah. he was going and she got a handshake. Well, good for it. She did a great week. Yeah. Good job, Christy. She did the thing that, that you want to see in Bake Off where she got better. She's always been good, though. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, but that's it, it gets better. It is. I think it's only just hard because we tend to root for the people with big personalities. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, yeah. And sometimes the people with smaller personalities, though, I will say later 
when there's fewer people in the tent start to grow a little bit in that area. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Jake, who gets the Manhattan slap in the face? Oh, it's a double shot and it's hard. It's a double slap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Slap, slap. It's a two-hander. Yeah. Two-hander. Oh, I think it's a, f- you got to do it efficiently. <laughs> slabity, 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 slabity. Yeah. <laughs> slabity, slabity. Who gets uh, the Manhattan slappity slap in the face? That is, unfortunately, my Nikki and Kimber's Rowan. Boo. Oh. Boo. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. I was really upset. Here's the other thing. Back to my thing about critiquing. Rowan is the only one. He's like, oh, that roasting. And I'm like, oh, he's a roast me guy. That's why he has such a good sense of humor. You know about the roast me phenomenon? Where you like post a picture of yourself and say roast me and then yeah, like strangers sure. do it. I think he's oh, familiar with that's that. That's actually terrifying and I would cry. I would not at all <laughs> ever do that in my entire life. I have not done that, but I'm aware of it. I know that the youngers like it. So yeah, I think maybe he's familiar with getting criticism of the harshest kind. I'm, I think one of the best qualities someone can have is a sense of true. humor about themselves. Very true. And he does. And I think that I'm just going to miss him. Yeah. He was my nerdy British young lad of the season. <laughs> They're my favorite. We're all going to miss him. He yeah. will be missed in the tent for sure. Him and Nikki. Yeah. Will be- oh, and Nikki. The two of them can hug each other. They, he, I mean, they got a good hug in earlier. Talk about personality plus exiting stage right. That's yeah. bad. Yep. They're so fun. They make they make it very fun. They didn't really mm-hmm. care if they weren't the best bakers, to be honest. So Christy does take us out of the episode by, again, talking about being a mom. And about and th- mm. this moment I very much liked of Christy because she does say very, very clearly to camera, when you're a mom, it's really easy to make it about everyone else and you put your dreams on hold. Or you can put your dreams on hold and then this win means more to her than they know. And I think that this is one of those scenarios that even if Christy goes home and doesn't make the final three, I think she really wanted this win, a win. Yeah. So I'm really glad she got it. I think if it's just for her to boost her confidence and be like, you're really good at this, that's cool. And I think she'll feel really good when she looks back and watches and hears Rowan comment about how hers look like from a French patissier or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I think that'll make her feel really, really good. So that's nice, right? Yeah, totally. I think she might emerge victorious. She might. Yeah. From this whole dang thing. Okay, so now let's get into the horrors of Botanical Week. And by the horrors of Botanical Week, I mean why Botanical Week? Yeah, why? it's a rough one, but, but I was I was impressed. You were impressed? I was impressed by the overall performance of every single contestant in this week. So was Paul. Yeah, he was. Maybe Paul swayed my opinion a bit. It's <laughs> Kimberly, possible. were you in? I'm easily impressed by jelly molds with flowers in them. They are dazzling. They are. It looks hard. They might be easy, but I'm Mm-mm. super impressed. I feel like knowing how they're made, you put a mold the shape of the thing you want to make in there and inject it. They showed them doing it. They didn't make it seem any easier to me. Did it seem? I, it seems just as hard now that I kind of know how they're made. It's kind of magic to me. Yeah, I agree. It feels a little like a snow globe, but Mm -hmm. of confection. It's a ship in a bottle snow globe confection. You guys ever collect paperweights? We collected paperweights around the house. So they'd have, you know, a rose 
in a crystal yes. globe, that type uh-huh. of thing. And I always wondered then, but this seems harder, honestly, uh-huh. a little harder to do. Although a ship in a bottle, I don't understand at all. A ship in a bottle, I think, is tweezers. Is that it, what we've discovered? I think it's got to be specific tools just in general. You probably have a whole set of specific micro tools that you use to put it together, I'm guessing. It still makes no sense. It yeah, still feels it like still the ship would have to be hard. made tiny and then you could accordion it up or yes. down. And so you accordion it up once it's in the bottle, uh, right? Yes. Slip it in like a sliver and then go whoop yeah. and open it up. I've seen it done that way. Yeah. Is that how it's done? Okay, interesting. But I don't know if that was the legitimate way. It seems kind of like cheating. So. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Let us know. If you're a ship and a bottle baker, please please <laughs> yeah. contact a date with the bake and let us know how you got into that. If it's a family affair, is, is, what is there going? a Venn diagram of date with the bake listeners or watchers? And then is there any crossover? Is what I'm asking. There might be. <laughs> there might be a little bit of a yes. My answer to that wants to be yes, really bad. Sure. So the intro this week, anything of note? No. I thought it was sort of funny, I guess. It wasn't I thought there were funnier bits this week, but it but I thought that one was okay. It was good. I laughed. 3 out of 10? I uh, okay, I'll go as high as a 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10. Yeah. Like a 5 register elicits a laugh for me, even yep. if it's a slight chuckle. Yeah. But you won't remember it in the future. No, I had to look at my notes at what it was. So yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't remember it a few hours into the future. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Kimber, signature and jam and the holograms. Let's get botanical, botanical. Let's get botanical. Let me see your plants, yeah. Yes, great. Prue, can I just say really quick before we get into signature, is wearing mm-hmm. a full-on exercise band around her neck. It is a lot of people went flowery and leafy, and she went geometric and... It's it's a red band mm-hmm. with the black plastic handle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those stretchy. Yeah. Oh, that's what she's wearing. A resistance band. A resistance band. I yeah. will do a side by side. Anyway. Why did she go geometric? Why did she not go floral? She likes to do her own thing. She She's contrarian. Yeah. It feels contrarian. Yeah, a little it bit. does. It totally. Feels- oh, fl- botanical weeks, but, which I probably good chance I might have picked. I'm going to go with geometric yeah. just because. It's almost like somebody who makes up a theme for school, yeah. like Spirit Week, but then they don't do it. And it's, then they make exactly you that. feel like a loser because you actually tried and wore pajamas to school. But mm-hmm. they came up with it and they didn't wear pajamas to school because they are not trying too hard. Does that sound personal? It, it sounds, I was going to ask slightly. who hurt you. <laughs> How old? Was this 13? This feels like 13. I don't know if it actually happened to me or if I saw it on Degrassi. So it felt like it happened it to you. It felt real. It felt like it happened. I know yeah. I would have taken literally any opportunity to wear pajamas to school. Oh, yeah. I barely needed an excuse. School spirit, sure. <laughs> so for the signature, they are celebrating spice with 12 perfectly fragrant spiced buns, which means we are having about 1,500 jokes about buns, dirty mm-hmm, jokes about mm-hmm. buns. I did notice Paul, did he get a sunburn? He's very tan, but red. Maybe he went to Mexico again. Yeah. And he's just waiting to talk about it. He went, Maybe he, he went, has a tanning bed at home. Yeah. Or as he I say, he went to Mexico one day too long. Yeah. Or AKA, he has a tanning bed AKA at home. AKA he stayed in the tanning bed too long. 
Yeah. Do we think, Paul, to let us know in the comments, do you think he has a tanning bed at home? For everyone at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. But also, even Paul Hollywood wore green this week. Prue. Prue, right? what are you doing? Too cool for school. Noel is the only one that's really, truly too cool for school. Of yeah. the crew, right? Of the four of them. Noel can get away with wearing a tie-dye heart blouse. Like, yeah. it works. Sure, yeah. Botanical Week, whatever Noel wants to wear. What? I don't know what Prue's playing at. All right, it we'll feels aggressive now. <laughs> now it feels... <laughs> this feels pointed. I, Katie didn't notice it before, but now that I've brought it up, it feels aggressive. Yeah. I did notice it before, but I let it go because uh, I'm... It's just, I, there's bigger problems, but <laughs> that there were other, there were bigger problems specifically this episode. I had some problems with the judging. Was the oh, okay. one of the problems that Abby wasn't involved in this one? Yeah. Yeah. And she should have been. That was, yeah. they should have brought her back. Like the, it seems like they, oh, let's cast this person because we have a botanical week. That'll work perfectly. And then they cut her three weeks, four weeks mm -hmm. before. I think that's how For this no reason. Out. For pretty weak reasons. There was no reason for her to be cut. You remember. Speaking she wasn't. Of right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, you're right. So, but we have to move on. Mm -hmm. We have to emotionally set that aside. It's true. And we focus do. on the people that are still in the tent. So I Dana has, hers is called Bun and a Million. She and Katie would be pun friends. Mm -hmm. And it, hers has cardamom, pistachio, and orange, which I think Katie would also like all of that. Yes. And she has a pretty twist, but they're not consistently the same. And that was big. They really wanted consistency. And her flavor, not perfect, not enough cardamom. So moving on to my second player, Saku. Swedish cinnamon buns with Sri Lankan cardamom. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Also, Sri Lanka does have the best cinnamon. A lot of people verified. It does have more health benefits. Oh, interesting. Oh, it does. But didn't she get in, she got in some trouble, right? Well, they were like, it, wait, you usually do Sri Lankan. Why aren't you doing Sri Lankan? I'm so used to you doing Sri Lankan. Prue, calm down. And so then she said, well, the cinnamon, it's a blending of flavor. I don't just do Sri Lankan, Prue. I'm not, I am Sri Lankan, but that's not my entire identity. Why are we so down on Prue this week? I don't know. Because Prue was being not nasty. She's done nothing to us. No, she was being nasty to Saku from the jump. It's one of the first <laughs> things that happens in the episode. And she goes, Excuse? It wasn't excuse me, but it felt like, excuse me. <laughs> Why aren't you doing Sri Lankan flavors? It was a little <laughs> condescending, and I don't like it. Mm. Saku's a national treasure. Let's just leave her For all her countries. All nations. International all treasure. International, yeah. So she has a pretty twist on her buns, and she's just very tired, I think overwhelmed, and everything's going fine, but Allison pulls her into her bosom and says, lean on these buns. And Saku pretends to be asleep and doing kind of the snoring sounds that right. like a cartoon bunny would make. And it's very <laughs> cute. And yeah. Paul thinks they look nice, but they aren't the same size. And she says, well, yeah, my math was wrong. And Paul says, don't you work in accounting? Okay, everyone, back off. <laughs> she explains why she made her mistake. She measured in inches and cut in centimeters. She says it in the montage. Well. well so it happens. It why happens. Don't, why don't we just as a planet kind of just. It happened on a dateline. And someone all got accused of murder that shouldn't have been. Do you remember that, Katie? Wait, say your sentence again, Kimberly. 
It happened on Dateline once. They made a inches versus feet or something. They moved over the little dash and someone got accused of murder. I feel like that was you and me being confused. No, it was. Are you sure? I'm positive. It was a crime scene investigator that made the mistake. So uh, the flavors are great for Saku, though. The cardamom spot on. And so they're like, great cardamom. And then the editor does a shady editing cut to Dana being like, wah, wah. Because her cardamom sucked. Getting people against each other in editing. Does she gym at the camera? Is that what happens? No, I wish. She blows a raspberry. Yeah, no. right. No. She just kind of went, huh. I imagined. A, huh. Dana looked adorable this episode, by the way. Her yeah. orange dress was very cute. Yeah. I love Dana. So what happened on your team, Jake? Well. What's his name? His team name. Bacon Destroy? There you go. That's it. You did it. All right. Well, got two contestants just like you. Katie's sitting all the, uh, on all the contestants in this thing at this point, if you've noticed. Not for long. Yeah, true. So Tasha is making Yuletide spice buns. And there's some cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves, mold wine, and egg wash, which everyone is skeptical about. They kind of call her out, and she basically says no comment, which was sort of funny. And it Paul is like, that's my line. Yeah, okay, so they look gross, and ultimately they are huge. I'm surprised they didn't ding her. No, not the buns. Yeah. The gray. No, the gray, the, the egg wash egg looks white, gross. Right. Gro- it does look gross. Yeah, it looks like snot. When it was done, it- uh, Her buns look crazy. <laughs> I thought they looked enormous, and they let her slide a little bit. They say it's a bit big. Yeah. But the, yeah, so, but they had excellent flavor and structure, and they were just wrong. Her egg wash works. So, you know, take that. Terrific. Josh is he's making lemon and blueberry spice buns I love it he's riding for blueberry they're skeptical (laughs) and he's like no 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 blueberry is what we're gonna do there's some lemon curd and some dried fresh blueberries in there Paul is not super charitable about the look. He says it look, looks like cartoon character eyes, <laughs> which I thought was a little goofy. No, it does. If you're trying to hip- well, if someone's the hypnotized. hypnotized. Yeah, cartoon yeah. language for hypnotized. Yeah, fair enough. I see. Uh, what is it? Uzumaki, that manga about circles and spirals. It's all yes. that stuff. Totally. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's of. exactly what she was talking about. You guys are boomers. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize. Mm, so sorry i'm just kidding anyway it was a pretty good bun like an iced bun which is one of paul's favorites strangely enough so i don't know if he got by based on it being like an iced bun but paul liked them how did the tammy faye bakers do kind of okay i think i don't know dan is doing something called dreaming of greece and he's doing sort of greek flavored chelsea buns which is star anise and saffron And him and Noel, I think, are the bestest friends in the entire competition, I have to say. I think Dan and Noel, I think Noel likes Dan the best. Yeah, they More have, than Saku? Maybe it's gender-based. They have <laughs> excellent comedic chemistry, I've noticed. Yeah. Dan yeah, and Noel bounce off each yeah. other nicely. And so Prue, Prue's sort of hovering and... And sort of apologizing, like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm just walking through. I'm not meaning to be in the shot. And then Noel makes a joke about Prue as a rent-a-ghost. And then sometimes he wakes up and she's at the foot of his bed. And then they both take a pause and realize that that doesn't sound right. And that sounds, it's too far. It's too creepy. The dame can Uh, appear at any time. 
it works pretty well. But that is not the person that Prue's actually following because the person that Prue is actually stalking in this episode is Maddie. Mm-hmm. She is in the background of several of his shots and at one point sort of gives him a, I don't, it's not romantic. It's not motherly, <laughs> but it's like a boy sort of smile. Oh. Did anybody pick up on that? I did not pick up on that. I did not catch that, but that would explain mm. a few things if I'm being honest. Maddie is her clear favorite. Okay, interesting. So that also would explain definitely something that happens at the end of this episode. Uh-huh. Maybe things that have happened in previous, so I might have to Possibly. go back and do a rewatch. I need to rewatch with this lens. Yeah, right? Yeah, saying it. I just realized something, too, about Noel and Dan, is that Dan reminds me of the Julian Barrett, kind of similar energy, the, the Mighty Boosh guy, mm-hmm. where he's like a straight guy, um. like he has a straight man energy comedically but he's also slightly goofy himself when you leave him alone they're actually kind of similar and very but very quick wit yeah yeah right very and they're, quick they're feeding there's like a lot they're Banter. giving each other a lot yeah mm-hmm. yes. yeah so yeah i don't know it's well done it makes sense i guess definitely but regardless dan's end up looking as paul says dramatically uneven <laughs> so i think paul in turn maybe i think paul does not like dan <laughs> You think? I don't know. I, okay. I think he's disappointed by Dan. Interesting. I think Dan rose to glory very quickly. Yeah. And Paul has, and I don't know why, because Dan's doing fine. So let's let's leave that alone. I think he's jealous of Dan. You think? Because Dan is a handsome and talented baker. Right. Yeah, he's a threat. Oh, wow. Oh, hot take. Kimber. And he gets jealous of men that might be in his, he likes to be the lion of the tent, so to speak. Third point, Paul missed his chance to get Dan out. Week, Dan could have gone home. In bread week. Absolutely yeah. could have cut him. Would have made total sense. Nobody would have said anything, but they let him slide. And now I think Paul's regretting it. He's like, this guy, his one yeah. weakness is bread. And his stuff's a little goofy. Paul mm-hmm. thinks everyone is about to all about Eve him, which is <laughs> quite an old reference. It might but- be true. And I'm just purely imagining this. I know it's not real, but it's fun to imagine. It could be real. Well, I'm also imagining Prue having some sort of feeling towards Maddie. It, that's yeah. also imagining. Uh-huh, but that's, uh-huh. if we're not doing that, why, why are we here? Exactly. Okay. Otherwise, the season is very bland. So <laughs> here we go. They look dramatically uneven, but they do have very good flavor. They're just inconsistent. And I think they're probably the most inconsistent of everyone's, to be honest. Uh-huh, okay. I think Dan's are just not good. Mm. Christy is doing maple pecan cinnamon spiced buns. So a pecan cinnamon roll. It's basically a cinnamon roll that you might get yeah. at the donut tree. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that Christy is boring. But the mixture she describes, she says, well, it's just a lovely light brown. Who describes brown, any shade of brown, as lovely? That's also called beige, by the way. We call yeah. that beige just in the business. <laughs> In the color, I business. mean a chocolate brown. That's great. Any sort of chocolate, cocoa, a rich coke, a rich chocolate brown sounds nice. A lovely light brown sounds like these khakis are awful, but these khakis are beautiful. <laughs> They're a lovely light brown. <laughs> Just you gotta relate it to food, coffee, or chocolate in some way, and then it sounds amazing. Yeah. Just she needs a thesaurus. 
but they're baked to perfection as they always are because she's an excellent baker. I just, I can't figure her out. And I think I just have to come. I think that her and I would get along fine, but I don't know if we'd be friends. No. Or like talk on the phone. No. I just think she lives in a different headspace than me, but she's very good at what she does. She has perfect filling. They look delicious. Yeah, they I wanted to eat those. Perfect. Yeah, they look amazing. Yeah. But this episode specifically, we're sort of vacillating wildly between lovely light brown and then tears. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. I can't really get behind any of the emotion in this no. episode. It's hard for me to keep track of. She's cried a lot. It feels like she's cried a lot. Not as much as Ruby. There are two Rubies for those mm-hmm. who have not listened to our show for a long time. And this Ruby cried in every single episode. And she apologized before she presented every bake, which yeah. Christy does in this episode. It began to feel weird. Yeah. I don't like that. And yeah. Paul even stops her later. Like, stop apologizing. I'm sure she's nice. I'm sure Christy's nice. Yeah, I think she's nice, period. <laughs> okay, so Maddie, Maddie's doing spiced hot cross buns, rum drunk. He's not using a filling. He's doing just a classic hot cross buns recipe, which I guess is good for the nation. Because Bruce says something like, oh, the store-bought ones are just terrible now. Maddie, please show this country what a real hot cross bun should taste like. I wow. mean, she puts it on Maddie's football shoulders. That's a lot of pressure. It really is. I'm not sure why she does that, but I think she believes in Maddie so hard that that's where we are. (laughs) Do you guys like hot cross buns? I don't think I've had one. I don't think they're for your people, Kimber. Why is there pig in them? Are they filled with bacon? Why aren't they for her people? No, they're Easter related. They have a cross on on them. No, that's a hot cross bun. A cross from where? (laughs) (laughs) I like them. I don't know why they're weird. They have like candied. For those who don't know, that was an Arrested Development joke. It was not my own joke. So if you thought that I was brilliant, I stole She placed it it perfectly, though. It was. But it was a stolen joke. Go ahead, Jake. Continue. Oh, no. I just think they're a weird confectionery that's borderline not even one. And I like them. And I was wondering if you guys like them. Wait, is it a bread or is it very sweet like a cinnamon roll? It is. The sweetness comes from the candied stuff in there and the icing and then mostly it's a bread. It's definitely something you'd get at a church, but it's yummy. It's yummy for church. That's that's where we're at, basically. How come nobody did the pull apart monkey bread? I I would have liked to have seen that this challenge. I love that monkey bread. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's soaked in syrup and then Mm -hmm. it gets crystallized and the outside bits are the best ones because they're like crystallized sugar. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah, it's Jake, I don't think there's anything about what I just described that you would dislike. Yeah, it sounds great. It might be your new favorite thing. All right, I'll have to look it up. Okay, next time I see you, I'm going to see if I can work that out. Yeah, look that up. Okay. See if you can see if there's I think maybe it's a US thing. Yeah, I think I could see that. It's so good though. I haven't, oh, and it's, you know, it's, it is kind of holiday-ish. All right, I'm gonna. I gotta talk to some people. I gotta get that going. So um, <laughs> make some calls. We're, we're gonna make some calls. I gotta get some monkey bread floated here. I got so, a monkey bread guy. <laughs> I got a guy for that. So Maddie is a little bit obnoxious this particular challenge because he didn't practice at all because he was the West Ham game was happening. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what it gave me an immediate eye roll because sports <laughs> and yeah. you're on the Great British Bake Off, which. So many people want to be on, 
practice your bake, Maddie. Exactly. This doesn't make you look cool. It makes you look like a slacker. A DVR, my dude. <laughs> Say again. DVR, my dude. Yeah, he's. Well, the West Ham game was on, so because it would be. I'm trying to picture if someone was like, "Well, the Broncos were on." It, oh, again, God. I roll. it still would yeah. hit bad. You wouldn't. Yeah, that's have what I'm saying. Feel, it, it like hits any the good same. feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I love anything British, but I don't love this. So. Then he also mentions during this shenanigan that I don't even like hot cross buns. Maddie, to go home. I think that's what Maybe made just me go home. wonder if anybody did that, that I like them, but he doesn't <laughs> like them. Prue doesn't really seem to like the current state of them. I don't know. I don't know either. Now, now I am questioning. But he does not show the nation what a good hot cross bun is because his are way too dense. Not enough fruit or ginger. You can tell that they taste bad. And Prue thinks they're delicious. Well, of course she does. Oh. And so he says, you know, I think I'm team Prue. That's what Maddie <gasps> oh, says yeah. mm-hmm. in his interview because Paul was going hard on them because they look pretty terrible yeah. and they don't taste good. But Prue finds a way. Pretty sure you ice them after you bake them also. I don't know what's going on there. He iced them, then baked them. Really? Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. They sh- they have the crosses on them, and they're icing. So I don't even know what that does to the sweetness of the icing. It just probably ossifies it, right? I thought that they had that white thing at the end. They the white he X. puts it on and then puts it in the oven. <laughs> the white X. What oh, is so that white tea? The- what is that white tea you're always showing me? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> People are listening to us. These heathens don't even know what a cross is. Never been to a church in their life. Okay, let's press on. The the other, wait a minute, I had, I had something important. What was it? Oh, yeah, okay. It was about the whole challenge as a whole. The signature challenge from beginning to end. The week is bot- botanical week, which they keep referring to as body, which really, I I couldn't figure out what they were saying. They oh, call it body. Oh, yeah. uh, they did, yeah. It's the body challenge. Give me body. So, yeah, this body signature Uh uh-huh does this read floral or botanical to anyone i'm sorry but i don't consider why don't you just call it spice week and that would be really funny when we could do spice girls references sure spice up your life etc yeah yeah stop right there thank you very much these cakes are delicious eat them up yum can't can't do it (laughs) you, you almost got there though pretty quick yeah if i'd had a few more seconds my brain was thinking about something else regardless jake take us into this technical travesty Wait, but Allison does a group hug with everybody and Noel just looks creepy in the background and he goes, I don't want anyone to touch me. <laughs> well, I, no, his shirt is silk. I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense, I guess. His shirt costs more than my car. He seemed left out and then maybe he, like he was pouting. That was my read on that scene. <laughs> That's brilliant. Also, Noel, Noel's one of the few celebrities that I feel like I could get a hug from maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Allison for sure, which oh, makes yeah. her a great bake-off host. Exactly. So the technical is a Prue challenge. It's really, I can say, it's a Prue week, honestly. It is a lemon and thyme drizzle cake. I feel like everything about that sounds great except for the inclusion of thyme. <laughs> you can absolutely miss me with that and hit me with the lemon drizzle cake and I will eat it all. So yeah, it's a great. moist sponge and then there's some sprinkling of crystallized lemon and thyme. Basically looks like an icing, essentially. It's a bunt cake. It's funny because, yeah, Prue says in the breakdown talk between her and Paul that it's a, it's basically a scream, cream sponge baked in a fancy tin. 
So even she knows it's a bunt cake <laughs> on some level. This doesn't feel that hard for a technical. It doesn't. And I guess maybe that might be why everyone kind of does super well or relatively well. Not my team. No? Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought everybody did all right. I mean, my team had some trouble too, but. Why are we doing Botanical Week if the only thing that we can come up with is spiced buns? And lemon cake. A lemon drizzle cake that we're going to throw a weird additive into. And then the showstopper, which is, again, just whatever you want, just floral. Yeah. I mean, friends. Yeah. This was International Week at some point in the schedule. That There we go. We got to cancel this. It didn't work. Uh, uh, botanicals. That's exactly right. And they meant to have it, it be baking with cannabis. And then someone didn't understand the botanical reference, so just turned it to flowers. That's my that's theory. Exactly <laughs> cor- that's what happened. We had Southeast Asia Week, and mm-hmm. then yeah. it got switched. Because yeah. they're like, we can't. Business. But botanicals yeah. is another word for smokable flower paul was gonna come in dressed like a geisha in the opening scene they said nope 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 and someone else is wearing a sari they're just like have all the asian cultures together shut it down and turn around go back someone comes in on a tuk-tuk and stop it with the (laughs) tuk-tuk i mentioned tuk-tuk in our dateline episode too mentioned it mentioned it It is not what happened okay we talk about it for we there's a bunch of important stuff that happens that is rushed through because our conversation about Tuk Tuk was long and important. <laughs> and I know I'm going to go back and hear it and be like, that felt way more important when yeah. we were doing it. Did. Did you guys just learn about Tuk Tuks? Is that what happened? You were like, no, no. Okay. I'm just, I'm covering Amazing Race for Patreon. Here, so okay. there are Tuk Tuks and rickshaws as part of the transportation. Mm-hmm. So it's in my head. And then mm-hmm. Katie took it and ran with it. That gotcha. she's acting like fault. she was like a side not participant. And she really was. Mm-hmm. She was. No, no, I was not. I was not a side participant. Wait, you were in the sidecar of the Tuk Tuk? absolutely a perfect storm <laughs> of two people who like to make up imaginary things. Just it becoming a thing of its own right it just yeah it was i think it's gonna be brilliant i really hope it's good fingers crossed everybody (laughs) i'm pulling for you thank you i'm hoping it's so good someone makes an animated thing of it me too that's always the goal if we get right animated or some sort of a poster speed four that'd be great all right Mm, mm. (laughs) this tuk tuk has to be kept at six miles per hour if it goes any slower it will explode. Jake, you would have been in on this. I'm getting in now. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, now Jake's trying to get in on it. It's hard to get off it once you're on. So please, please tell let's talk about something else. All right. Let's talk about Noel's raspberry disaster, shall we? He's bouncing lemons yeah. off his leg the whole time. And he says, well, I can't remember the phrase he uses, but he wants to oh, see. Oh, I can. Well, why don't you, you say it? Saku, can he- you? be? Keepy uppy. <laughs> what is keepy up? Is it hacky sack? I'm sure it's a hack thing or a football thing because it's literally football. You dribble, don't you dribble? Isn't that what that is? That's in basketball. No, they maybe they call they might call that dribbling. I don't know. No, you dribble in soccer. Also, yes, you do. 
but it's a different thing than I a took basketball. soccer as a child. Yeah, it's different. You but took soccer. I took soccer <laughs> as a child. I took soccer glasses. <laughs> exactly right. I it was did. just all the terminology. You never hit the field. You just learned the theory of soccer. <laughs> that is kind of what happened. Basically, I I did all the running and I did the warm ups, and then they put my chunky ass on the bench. So you know, <laughs> no. Oh yeah. So I definitely took soccer as a kid. And uh, yeah, so you do dribble. But I don't know if that's called dribbling. It may just be like when you keep the ball, you know, you have to keep kicking the ball. Same idea. Okay. So anyway, it's like a hack. Keepy uppy. Keepy uppy. And then Saku kicks it across the room, which is code for please leave me alone. I'm very busy and stressed out. It's the technical. And so Noel is left to his own devices and just decides to throw the lemon across the room and smashes everything and blows a raspberry. It was a real Bart Simpson moment. Oh my God. I love it so much. It's a brilliant thing. I'm just like, I'm going to throw it. Yeah. Don't you feel like maybe Noel is on his way out? We've been saying that for a while, yeah. but he has yeah. senioritis it and he be. is just like, I can destroy this set. I can do whatever I want. They're not going to fire me. I actually think the cut away is a mock-up. It's Faco. They show some broken stuff. I, you oh. know, how did he get hit that light? Where was that light underneath that sill? Doesn't make any sense. But I think it's just there for comedic effect. Maybe even the breaking glass sound. The sad thing is, if they're doing that kind of editing, that kind of oh hijinks. Uh huh. Watch what's happened. You've gotten rid of all your fun time people in the tent. Uh-huh. You've got rid of Rowan and Nikki, both who got a ton of screen time. That's right? true, yeah. Both of them. And then you've also gotten rid of who else was good that we'd lost, not just last week, but there was some Abby. Abby. But no, who there was another high energy person. Mm, my brain hurts. Yeah. It definitely it w- wasn't one of mine. Mm, it's been a weird schedule because they had that skip week. Keith got cut. Keith. Yeah. I feel like we've lost people that are fun. Yeah. I mean, that's. And I feel like we don't have a lot of. We have a lot of sort of Maddie doing kind of inappropriate, mm-hmm. giggly teenage boy jokes. Oh, he's all something the time. about balls. Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we've got Saku and Dana Sorry. pretty much, I would say, are our. Fun people in the tent, right? Yeah. And they're both in trouble. I used to think Tasha was fun. Now no. she looks like she's near tears all the time. All the time. She's super stressed out. It's on the razor's edge. Dan is very good with concentrating. So Dan just focuses. Mm-hmm. So he's good when he talks, but then the rest of the time he focuses. Christy's also on the verge of tears or in tears. Yeah. We just don't have that comic relief. So they're adding in bits. Maybe? If that was mm. an added in bit, that is cruel to Saku because she looks so scared when there's a crash that yeah. she's going to be fired from the show. She's very much like, I didn't do it. Right, I didn't right. do it. It was, I'm not going down for this. Yeah. And she is terrified that he is ruining the set. I My, that- my theory is they juiced it in post that he made a mess. Okay. But yeah. they sauced it up a little bit to make it funnier. Is that the point when Saku peeks her head over the counter? Yeah. There's one shot of Saku in this where she peeks her head over and it's just the top of her head. And it's the cute. I want it as a gift. <laughs> it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't know. We've been talking about this for yonks. So oh, for yonks. Let's move oh, yeah. on to how they did. All right. Wait, no, I have one thing oh, that okay. I have to say. 
Maddie is dressed as a lemon and it's brought up. And then is. Allison is also dressed as time. So yeah, as they're standing together, yeah. it's hilarious. They have the giggles. Okay, go ahead. What? How did they do? Okay, well, in seventh place, we have Tasha. Dark looking, clumsy icing, which was very apparent. I wish she had looked around. And just in general, overbaked. But it's like, it's not really drizzled. It's more spackled into the grooves of the thing i oh i saw it and was like oh boy that's not right how did that happen mm, like i say i think she just maybe needed to turn her head and check her neighbor's paper yeah. or something six so she needed to cheat well is it cheating you're not it's wow. not a blind double blind bake test you know like they're in kimberly is it cheating Sorry, I was looking up how to make um, crystallized ginger. Ah, uh, is it? You can you make it, on, it on a pan with sugar, but it's just he makes it in this in the a icing. Paste. I think he combines the icing and the yeah. ginger and the thyme. That's it, and he and makes it. it that it's a frosting or something <laughs> right. that he's spreading on a pan. He <sighs> does those two steps together instead of separate. You were supposed to ice it separately. Do the ginger right. and crystallize it, mm -hmm. and then put that on. And he does it all in one. Yes. So Dana had nice decorations, but not enough time, which hardly qualifies as a criticism, but hey. And overall is too coarse. So she came in sixth. In fifth is Saku. The color is irregular mm. and her lemon is kind of raw somehow. So it's just generally no. kind of a raw flavor, I think. It's a raw deal. A, she, get a, she gets a raw deal. Yeah. Maddie has a weird color and it's too lemony but not enough time but Prue says it's nice though so yeah I see I see Prue? what you're saying I see what you're saying Dan his had good color and, and a lot of drizzle but not enough time I think Dan's might have been the one I'd want to eat I'm not sure it's, it's whoever had the least time is the one I want to eat in second place is Josh. Oh, this might be the one. It was neat, but a little too little time, but a good bake. So maybe that's the one. And then in first place is Christy. It's neat looking. It has a nice balance. They can find no faults. Great job. So she um, made it. She did it. She did the thing. I expected so many more time puns in this. We got hardly any. It's an edit. It's like a chunk. It's around the lemon and time and there's a bunch. Don't have time for this. There's a few in a short burst. But there needs to be more. No, I felt like there was just enough. I feel like they I could like just have it be a lemon drizzle cake uh, next time and just completely ignore time as an ingredient. Well, also, don't you feel, I'm not a big herb person, but I would feel like lemon and rosemary might taste better. Am I crazy? No, that sounds good. Yeah. Right? That feels more, it feels like you're trying really hard with the lemon and thyme. That's mm -hmm. Chocolate and cilantro. Chocolate and raisin. Oh, wait, that's a thing. It's called raisinets and they're barf-tastic. Okay. <laughs> I like them. Let's move on to- I don't know why. They, they shouldn't be good, but they're delicious. Chocolate covered raisins. They're not good, Jake. I love them. You don't love them? They're okay. Do you eat them by themselves or do you only eat them at the movie theater with salty popcorn? Uh, well, I, d I definitely eat them by themselves, but- You'd buy a box and be like, delish. I have definitely bought yogurt raisins. I yeah. That's, raisins. Yogurt raisins are not chocolate raisins. Yeah. Yogurt raisins are fine. You chocolate think? Okay. raisins. They're trying to pass it off as a candy. Fair enough. Raisinets may exclusively be a movie theater candy. And, and they only taste good because of salty popcorn. Well, I don't, well, maybe I don't notice that, but maybe you're right. 
But I like yeah, them. I mean, I like me. raisins. I like chocolate. I, I, I don't see the problem. You know what's really good is a chunky. You wouldn't think it's good, but it's delicious. That's chopped up raisins, though. And there's other nougat stuff in Ugh. a chunky. No, no. It's just a chocolate block with the raisins and nuts in it. Okay. That's disgusting. It's delicious. That's gorp. It is, but it's a big hunk of chocolate. Gorp in a big hunk of chocolate. I love it. Solidified gorp. Okay. That's not good. Okay. So let's go to the showstopper, which is a beautiful and imaginative, significant. No. Oh, friends. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what I wrote here. This is really sad. I cut to the chase. It's a beautiful and imaginative, I'm assuming floral dessert. Yes. I believe is what. Okay. Because I didn't write that. Okay. I wrote beautiful and imaginative, significant baked element celebrate floral design and taste. So let's <laughs> interpret what that means. Um, sorry. They are tasked to make a beautiful and imaginative floral dessert. Yes. It that needs to full have a significant stop. baked element. And it needs to celebrate floral design and have floral taste. Floral flavors and design. Floral flavors and design. And then. Noel pipes up and says, you know, you can serve it as serve it at a picnic or wear it as a headdress at Glastonbury, yeah. which I thought was very cute. They have four and a half hours for a beautiful and imaginative floral dessert. You choose your own adventure. Yeah. It's real nonspecific on this. It is. It feels like it's not fair if somebody is making just a cake. Mm hmm. And then somebody else is trying to do something yeah, from gelatinous right. sculpture. Yes. That doesn't feel mm -hmm. fair, yeah. what, but I guess it's to each their own. If you want so, me to make a jelly flower, tell me to my face, man. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't imply it. Clear instructions. No, well, sometimes they'll go at least two different kinds of dough. Yes. And the right. smart no, ones I know, know yeah. that means three. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. You better do three if it's a showstopper. You're totally yes. right. So Dan is doing an opera cake that Paul immediately comes for. And it's like, well, not really an opera cake. And Paul and Dan backs off. Oh, no. Yeah, a layered dessert. Paul yeah. Hollywood needs to chill with Dan. He's jelly. Yeah. According to the theory that I've made up in my head. Yeah. And you you might be right. So he's doing something called Sunny Meadows, which is, I guess... Meadow sweet is going to be one of the floral flavors that he's using, which turns out to just taste like grass. Do not want. Spoiler alert. Because he's making this meadow sweet buttercream. And Paul Hollywood sort of gives it a smell and a little taste and says, Oh, yeah, 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 that's recognizable. And then pauses. It goes, Like cat pee <laughs> or like cat piss. It's one of the two. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Again, why do you hate Dan? That was really rude. I have no idea why Paul is rude. And I have no idea then why Prue, Prue sort of stands up because Noel sort of gets in on the joke and is like, well, I don't know how either of you know what cat pee tastes like. What's going on and why is Paul Hollywood hate Dan? I don't know. They missed an F-bomb from Dan, which I was really surprised they left in. I backed it up. And they totally missed what, it. At this point, right really? now? In this sequence, he says, it's like a effing Olympic something or other. I think he says it's like an effing Olympic challenge. And they didn't put it in the captions, but they kept it in the edit. I backed up to be like, did I hear it? That is bizarre. I didn't I hear that. I gotta are you go sure back. it's effing and or the actual word? They There is a two syllable word that starts with a f sound that is right before he says it's like an Olympic challenge. 
and I backed it up, and it is not in the captions, but it sure did hear the F-bomb in that section. Oh, that's really I thought weird. it was funny, because I was like, I, I guess they're not taking, it's a Channel 4, but they seem to have been taking all the profanity, or the most extreme profanity out, but then maybe that's casual. I don't know how that works, right? I don't know either. That's. I think it was just a mistake. I felt like um, it was just an oversight, possibly. Very weird. Yeah. So... Dan is also doing an elderflower jacan sponge. He's making a dandelion pond with shoe swans. Adorable. Mm -hmm. And then a meadow sweet, this cat pee tasting thing, buttercream. It looks okay. I mean, it looks fine. Sure. He struggles with it a little bit, but I think everybody kind of struggles because there's no clear direction in this challenge. And so I think that might cause some of the struggle that people have. Sure. Paul says it's too much floral. And Prue also says there's too much floral. There's too much of that herbal flavoring it's not enough of the savory yummy cake flavoring he did fine he's safe he's not going anywhere mm -hmm. that was my takeaway from dan but then we get to maddie and maddie is doing a blackberry and elder elderflower floral dessert mm -hmm. that's what it's called and there is a moment between him and allison that felt real weird a joke about blacker the berry, sweeter the juice. Mm. And it seemed like Allison was sort of setting him up. And I think maybe Allison is the only person that can get away with this joke. Yeah, I I'm think that honest. might oh, be yeah. why he didn't give her much energy back. <laughs> no, he was dying laughing. No, he was dying. Oh, he, he was, was laughing. Okay. Okay. And then he asks her. He but goes, he didn't you know what was me. the appropriate thing to say. He yeah, didn't know if he could ask her. It definitely yeah, had an awkward he... bent is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think that he didn't know how to respond okay. because it is a pretty case scandalique joke. And but she sort of does this super cheesy smile straight to the camera, which works. She's a doll. She really nails it. He is doing a really dumb cake that turns out not so good. It is a lemon cake that is not floral tasting at all. It's supposed to be lemon elderflower. It's not at all. His custard turns out to be very stodgy. His cake looks like this weird sort of jam, red jam covered square with not the correct number of flowers on the top. He has these weird, did you guys see his cake? It's these weird piped flowers Yeah, that are, there's two colors. I think there's white and pink and there's either not enough or they're not the right shape or he shouldn't have done them. And Paul gives him a suggestion of how it should have looked. Right. There's just no defending it. Yeah. It looks really bad. And both of them say, Prue says, this is not a showstopper. And I think that's yeah. what I'm referring to with the brief being too skin too scanty, right? Yes. No, I think at this point, you know. Yeah. I think you know. You're supposed to You're know. You're supposed to know. Right. But Maddie doesn't. If you don't know. This feels like a you go home. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we're having problems yeah. because this very much feels like a you blew it, kid. You needed to go big or go home on this, and you haven't gone big this entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing has. So I am, again, we're in this weird spot. But soccer was on. <laughs> I'm about to go ham on Maddie, West Ham on him. <laughs> okay. So West Ham on Maddie. Let's go, Christy. Christy's doing elderflower strawberry rhubarb dessert. Okay. Yes. With molded entremets. Kimberly, why don't you tell everyone what an entremet is? It's like if you go to a party. Don't say tuck tuck. If you say tuck tuck. And if you are riding a tuck tuck to a party and you're bringing a ton of people with you, like an entourage, but you get there in time 
just to eat the entree, so you miss the appetizer section, then right. it's an entree. It's an entree. Got mm. it. Okay. Yeah, I see. Perfect. Nailed it. So she's doing a molded cake in white chocolate, which immediately she's warned about. Hey, it's warm outside. Maybe white chocolate molds right. with a ganache Not is bad. A great idea. Prue is literally telling you, Christy, but no. Christy has a mold meltdown. Her mold does not set. She can't get it out. It comes out looking pretty bad. And she starts crying, a very upset crying, where mm-hmm. she has to leave the tent for a second right. and go and collect herself. But for some reason, they leave her mic on. So we keep hearing sort of her self-talk, which is not pleasant. I understand being upset. I understand not being able to talk your, yourself out of being upset. What is hard to watch is that you can tell that the entire energy in the tent changes from this, and you may disagree with me, but mm, no, the I see what minute you're she comes back from outside, even Maddie, who's always got this big smile on his face, looks kind of worried. Everyone just sort of feels, it feels different. And then Noel and Allison do a time call immediately following, and both of them are very somber. Uh-huh. Because she's just very upset. And so she she fixes it. She does it again. But she kind of can't get out of that mode that she was crying in. So for the rest of the episode, everything I can't, I don't want to do an impersonation, but everything that she's talking about is in that tearful voice, even if she's not actually crying. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like she kind of pulled off a miracle and she doesn't see it. Yeah, which makes me really sad for her because I think she puts an enormous amount of pressure on herself. And you can kind of see the cracks at this Uh moment. Uh But I think it was hard because it really affects everyone else in the tent. Yeah, the vibe vibe is killed. Yeah. Yeah. But Dan does take a moment to come and ask her if she needs help very, very quietly, which I liked. Mm Because he wasn't doing it in a showy way. He just sort of comes up behind her and he's very quiet and says, do you need some help? She's like, no, I have it. But actually, it turns out, it turns out, Okay, there's a few little bits, and she does start to apologize when she brings the cake mm-hmm. up, and Paul says, no, enough. I think, and I don't know, I think he's trying to be like, stop, stop your cycle. Stop. Yeah, I think like, so too. Yeah. Stop yeah. it in your brain. Your brain is doing this. Well, um, no, people do that all the time. Ruby would do it, and he would be like, I was about to say this was delicious, but mm-hmm. you came and groveled and said, I'm so sorry, and now I'm looking for things that are wrong with it. So yeah. don't do that. Come with confidence. Oh, it's self-sabotage for sure. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out looking fine, the setting is just a little bit messy. The cake is not a triumph. It's fine. It's safe. Totally. It'll get her through to the next week. I mean, she was mm-hmm. always going to have setting problems because her time is totally uh, disturbed, right? No, the weather is the problem. Yeah. She can't set white chocolate right. ganache but I mean, in a mold. No. But it could have been worse. We've seen so yes. much worse presented as a show. Maybe stopper. get a fan or an oh, yeah. air conditioner in the tent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Said it before and it's the truth. Okay, Jake, how did bacon destroy you? Well, Tasha is making a insane bake honestly it's 10 layers i'll just tell you what it is it's elderflower and hibiscus floral dessert there's a palais breton biscuit bavois two sponges three different jellies a ruby chocolate mousse and then it's all wrapped in a hibiscus chicken sponge and then it's topped with jelly art so my thinking is on the one hand it's a little bit a blaze of glory because i feel like she thinks she's in trouble even though girl it was just a technical 
So she is putting it out on the table, I think. I can mm-hmm. do this. This is all these are all the things I can do. So she's showing off all her all yeah. of her techniques. It's a bold play. She probably could have gone safer and been fine, to be totally honest. But she does do really well. She also, interestingly enough, we got some kind of had a couple drops in this section mm-hmm. that we didn't talk about. Dan dropped his and had to restart. She drops an element oh. of hers. Yeah, sorry. And she's like, ah, it's a backup cake, which I thought was pretty hilarious. They're like, oh, you have backup cakes. Okay. For your 10 layer cake. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Hmm. She's doing the most, but it looks great. It's delicious. And it's a triumph. I felt like they were too easy on her about that hmm. line on the side where all the well, filling came out. I mean, anybody she- else, I felt like they would say, you know, that takes away from it. But Paul goes, you're always going to get that. They do the same for Josh, though, to be fair. So both of my contestants have pretty noticeable lines, it seems, or whatever they're showing. Mm-hmm. And they give them a pass. I don't know why. So maybe if you're going to have mm-hmm. a, a busted seam, make sure that the other 90% of your cake is next level. And they'll let you get away with it. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess. That's a good point because I they don't really seem that hard on it for her or josh they really like her thing i who knows but it looked really really advanced to me yeah yeah that's true yeah so josh is making something relatively similar a lot i guess there's just a lot of hibiscus in this particular section um but he's making a rhubarb and raspberry hibiscus floral design it uses kimber's favorite compote is one of the elements And then there's some jellies and then two bavois. So it's a lot of – it's really wet. Josh talks a lot about his relationship with hibiscus and he says, yeah, we had hibiscus in our conservatory. So I just want you to remember that sentence, that sentence, right? At his house? He doesn't clarify. His conservatory? He doesn't clarify. Does he live in the mansion from Clue? He lives in the Clue mansion. Conservatory, yeah. Is there a secret passage to the study? <laughs> The billiards room? So Josh is, it's good looking. The setting is spot on. He has great flavors. Both of my team did really well on this, and it's going to be tough to decide between the two of them who's going to get star baked. Yeah, your team did well. Your team had a strong botanical week, although botanical week was a bunch of BS. No, but Tasha (laughs) tanks it on on the tech. She is dead last. No, but the tech doesn't matter. But nobody cares about the tech. If you have a great, yeah, yeah, if you've got a great showstopper. So what are Jam and the holograms doing then? Sinking. Are they sinking or are they swimming? No, for sure sinking. They're sinking in a sea of compote. (laughs) Saku is doing Earl Grey and hibiscus cheesecake with a 3D jelly jelly flower on top. Also, was Noel serious when he said that Banksy sent him a letter? No. Or was that a joke? It's got to be a joke. I don't know. Noel seems cool enough of a celebrity that it actually could have happened. Yeah. I think that's a reference to something that we're not getting. And I'm trying to think of what it is. Did Banksy send an infamous letter or was there an infamous hoax letter? Not that I'm aware of. No, there was the painting that got shredded. That got shredded, but mm, press on. And Dana's making a rose and white chocolate. She's doing white chocolate. No one's giving her a hard time about it. Mm. Moose, hibiscus. And the craziest part is the sugar glass box thing with flowers in it. Yeah. And 
she and Noel have a cute conversation about watching baking on TikTok, but it turns into shark attack videos. And he's like, why do I get shark attack videos suggested to me too? What is it about us that TikTok thinks we want to see shark attack videos? And now I kind of want to watch shark attack videos. And Noel is just going crazy. He's so off the script. He makes a joke about nobody puts baby in the freezer. <laughs> He's just, he is just, on, maybe he's having an extra cup of coffee or something. Right. Um, I was like, I don't. This is what happens when he's understimulated in the tent. We've seen this uh, before yeah. from He Noel. gets bored. Yeah. He's like a bored kid in class who's too yeah. smart for the class. So they start acting up and doing pranks. And it's really they need to be raised up to the next grade level. So they're mm -hmm. challenged. Right. That's exactly what's happening. There is a Banksy letter. Okay. okay. I found it. What is it? I guess say? it's kind of famous. This is on BBC.com. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I think it is a reference to whatever. That might have been the joke. Does that help? Okay. Saku Fair didn't enough. get the joke either. So I don't feel so bad. <laughs> no, Prue doesn't know who Banksy is. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not fair. Prue knows who Banksy is. I wonder how Prue feels about. Prue probably really likes modern art, to be fair. Yeah, look at her jewelry. Yeah. So Stretch bands or whatever. Resistance. It's a resistance band. Vive <laughs> la resistance. There we go. Sakus looks beautiful. The texture is perfect. The flavor is not that amazing, though. The ginger overflowers the other flavors. Now, Dana's box also looks stunning. Mm. Yeah. I thought it looked so freaking cool. I wrote, I think Dana's looks the best. It does. It's so great, but inside, and the inside stripes of her cake look very neat, they do. but there's not a strong enough floral. The sponge is dried out, and it's style over, style over substance, and it's getting too late in the tent for style Don't over substance. Don't freeze your cake. Yeah. She freezes her cake, and she ruins her bake. And the cake, ha it has to taste good. Yep. But look, okay, I had a baker that had way too much floral, mm -hmm. overdid it, and you couldn't taste anything, but... And I had someone who had basically just made a lemon cake yeah. with like an elderflower right. undercurrent somewhere. Yeah. And for some reason, he's fine yeah. because he's Prue's favorite. Interesting. Yeah. That two of the main judges pointed out was not on the level of a showstopper. Was just straight Which up not a showstopper. Dana's and this person did not succeed in the signature mm, or the technical. No, they did not. And Dana's looks crazy like a showstopper. It does. I think she deserves more time in the tent because she's Me now too. showing her creativity mm -hmm. and artistic flair. She just has to nail the flavor. But. Yep. What happened? Who gets the Manhattan slap in the face? Let's just say Dana. It's Dana. And it's not fair. I got to say, again, again, it doesn't feel fair. Like the Abbey. Second or third week that I don't agree with yeah. The, yeah. the decision at all. And it feels arbitrary. And Dana's fun. We watched a different episode. Yeah. I really judges. like Dana. She has a smile on her face. She's happy she got this far and she's going to focus on how much fun she had. But yeah, now I only have one person left on my team. Oof, sorry. <laughs> but it's Saku. So that's good. Yeah. Who agrees this should have been Maddie? A hundred percent. hundred percent. I didn't write it because I've stopped doing that early because they've twice before this thrown me an alley-oop but but you thought it was maddie this week i didn't thought you? it was maddie again i so was like I. it's gotta be maddie who else could it would who else would it be i was like oh good we're all gonna be even at two and two and the editing <laughs> nope. was off they didn't do the that 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 they just straight up said it's data oh interesting yeah oh I was like, weird huh. i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but usually they do the cut back between the two they yeah. didn't do that so jake who then was star baker this week was josh surprisingly his first week 
he has been in the running at least twice before. Mm-hmm. Finally. I was really surprised. I looked back and I was like, Josh just got it for the first time because when he calls, he specifically does not put a number on it. And I was like, yeah, it's the second time, right? When he calls his mom. No. And I was no. Like, yeah, what's his Tasha first kept time? stealing it from under him. Tasha, it's not happening today. You can make an 11 layer cake and we're still not giving it to you. <laughs> Let's go to Josh. All right. So we have an option now before us. Kimberly, you can choose who you want from my team or I can pull it from the mixing, the magic mixing bowl and let you know who your new teammate is from my team. Why can't I just go ride or die for Saku? No, because then we'll all be even again at two. That makes sense. So I'm going to pull from the magic mixing bowl and you can have it that way unless you want to choose from my team. Just to prove that I'm not cheating on this. No one thinks you're cheating. Who do you have? You have Christy. You have Christy, Dan, and Maddie. I'm sorry. It's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could do it random. Since our teams were picked randomly, it seems that only fair. That probably does seem fair, huh? It feels like I should just do it. And this might be the only time it can happen is this poll. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all now going to be getting down to the one and one, right? So this is the time to do yeah. it. So it puts us back on even footing. I'm still in first place in the fantasy league. <laughs> nice. That's great. Also, Saku is da- in danger. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate it, but I would say yeah. that she's, she's in the not most making it to danger. the end. I know that. Yeah, and Maddie is also in danger. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping you don't pull Maddie. If I pull Maddie for you, I'm going to be upset. But I will pull <laughs> who I pull. And oh, I'll try to tape it this time. Okay. Then you can see. Then everybody can see how it works. It'll be great. I'm just having fun regardless. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Is Josh going to win? Is Josh the dark horse? Is he going to come from behind to win this? Team Joshua, who knows? I believe I've said that several times. You have. I think you might be right. So you think my theory is that Tasha is a little bit of an orchid baker and might have a meltdown that sends her home, but Josh is kind of slow and steady, wins the race yeah, type of vibe. he's not emotional. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that is a narrative I could see playing out for sure. I think that as it stands right now, there's a really high probability that Bacon Destroy is going to take the prize this year. Yeah. Yeah, I did just kind of realize that while we were talking yeah. about Your two are really strong contenders. Yeah, I've only got Which- two left, but they're both strong but if saku comes from behind and wins this whole thing oh so good i don't think there was anything that could make me happier than than that happening (laughs) she asked for more time off from stephanie that was hysterical (laughs) she goes i'm just worried now that i have to ask for more time off work and my boss is gonna freak out charlotte my manager charlotte is already upset at the time i've taken off and i just keep it's like last season there was somebody who was like i have to get more clothes sent to me now because Mm -hmm. they only Um, packed enough for two weeks yeah can i also say that charlotte is about to get so many letters yeah i know she said charlotte's gonna climb walls number one charlotte please give saku a raise yeah number Uh two uh let her have time off she should get a week after the competition to go on holiday yeah charlotte like mi6 or whatever Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, wherever she works, because she is maybe a spy. Yeah, 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 I totally think she's a spy. Yeah, it's just deep, deep cover, Uh and it's real good. Uh huh. Yeah, it's so good that they put her on Bake Off. Yeah, made her an international treasure. Exactly to hide her spy status. Oh, one thing that was really cute is Dan gives Josh a hug and says, "Great news, Josh! You've been knocking at my door for ages, brother." Yeah, it was nice. 
I would say if somebody else said that, I might be irritated. Dan is very likable. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it was condescending. I thought it was cute. It feels like an uncle yeah. nephew yeah. kind of relationship, right? Yeah. Dan's significantly older. Do you know what's next week, Ben Kimberly? Because of your and congratulations on being first in your fantasy Bake Off League. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I don't know how it's happening, but some people have negative points because if Stunning you pick someone reversal. and they get kicked off. Let's see. We haven't had just plain dessert yet. We had chocolate week. Yep. We have. What did you just say, Katie? Dessert. Yep. Just plain dessert. Bread. Is it dessert? Dessert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was I was sure that it was going to be dessert week when it was pastry week, but no, it is just. Yep. You got it. Nice. Now, now we have fine. to figure out what dessert means again. It's going to be real vague, uh, just like botanical. Yeah. I don't ever want to see botanical again. No, I. but I'm glad they didn't bring back any sombreros or anything well, culturally. Of course, yeah. no, but we'll just do fruit. Fruit oh, week. Oh, yeah, fruit. You've not had a fruit week. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Yeah. And Noel would come dressed as a bunch of grapes. Yeah, or I'm just imagining, is there any, so sort of some tropical awfulness that could be offensive right someone comes dresses like the chiquita banana lady sure they could make it offensive somehow. right like who knows yeah i feel like it could be offensive easily. oh no no it's fine it's just fruit everybody yeah it's just funny shape though and paul's sour grapes oh <laughs> okay that's bad all right onward we go and for jam and the holograms they're getting a new member yay yeah. Yeah. we'll see who it is and on your mark gets it. A day, a day with a bake. 